0: Get ready to learn strategies and insights from top entrepreneurs, creators, and thought leaders here at the Success, Motivation, and Inspiration podcast. Here's your host, M. Curtis McCoy. Hey, Glenn, man. I'm glad to have you on the show today. Today, I've got Glenn Smith Jr. chatting with me here. And Glenn is a paramedic and also a certified life coach. You're in the process of writing a book.
1: Yeah, I'm working on that now. It's so exciting. Yes. And what's your book going to be about? Well, I think it's going to be about life because, I mean, I've been a cop. uh, I'm a Marine um, father. Uh, I've been a bodyguard for rich and famous, um, uh, now in medical, like it's just everything that I have is it. so many life experiences. And I get to talk to a lot of people, um, who are on their deathbed, unfortunately, um, just in, and they just give me so much wisdom. So I'm just going to be putting it all together, all in the same spot and, and, and bringing it, uh, put it in book form for everybody to see.
0: Oh, that's going to be cool. I, I look forward to getting a copy of it when you get it finished. And thanks 100. for your service also. I, I always appreciate guys that have that have dedicated their life to service and bettering
1: humanity. Well, thank you. It's a, it's a pleasure really. And I do it all over again. That's awesome, man.
0: So first off, the question I love to ask successful people is what is your personal definition of success?
1: My personal definition of success is just what makes you happy? You know, so many people settle, so many people settle, like they, yeah. they They don't do what they love and they try to live their life for someone else, what their mom wants, what their dad wants, what their cousins or brothers or sisters, whatever, but they just settle and they know that they want more, they know that they're made for more, they know that they're in the wrong place, but they they don't move. So my definition of success is that you are fulfilled in your life, that you have no regrets, that you are happy with where you're at, and that's different for everybody so I don't tie it to a certain job. I don't tie it to a certain income. It's all about, are you living your life fulfilled? And are you maximizing yourself to do the things that you want to do? And that's different for everybody.
0: And I love that. I I wish I'd have heard you say that 15 years ago. I spent years and years. I mean, over ten years working eighty to one hundred twelve hours a week, just chasing the dollar, and yep. had a bunch of employees who were who benefited by getting their paycheck, but yep. I really wasn't doing anything to change the world, and and my life was not not fulfilling. I had money coming in, and I was absolutely miserable because there was no. No time yep. to spend with anybody. So, yep. Yeah, I wish I'd have, uh, wish I'd have known you about fifteen years ago, so you could give me that advice back then.
1: Well, I don't know that I knew that fifteen years ago, because I think fifteen years ago was the same for me. You know, I made my first million. I was hustling. I was going, and I thought it was all about the money. But you know, over time, you learn. You know, over time, you learn. So, I don't. I wish I'd have known that fifteen years ago myself. But hopefully, we have some viewers um, um, that it, this will help them.
0: That's the big point of this show is sharing folks that have have done incredible things with their life and, you know, leaders and servants, just folks who have learned and got through those struggles and now sharing your wisdom with us. So I appreciate you being on the show and appreciate you sharing with the audience. I appreciate the opportunity. Uh, can you share what sticks you take daily to improve?
1: So daily, um, I have a little, I, I listen to meditation, um, I pray, and, and I don't mean that in a religious way. I believe that there's a higher power and and there's just too much perfection for there not to be. So I talk, I talk and, and I just share my gratitude. Like that's huge. I shared my gratitude and being a paramedic in the trauma center and, and, and seeing the things that I see, I understand how grateful, how, how good I have it, even though you know, I'm not where I want to be. And, and I'm expiring for more. Every single day I get to meet people that are just in bad shape. So I'm yeah. thankful. So I spend a time of gratitude. I spend a time of meditation, which keeps me um, centered. And here's the thing that really, really helps me. I'm honest with myself. Like, hey, you didn't do what you were supposed to do today. Like you didn't make it like you 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 said you want this, but you haven't done anything in the last three days. You said you want to lose that weight, but you ate that today. So I really reflect. And when you are honest with yourself, when you can sit back and not compare yourself to others, but compare yourself to yourself like it really catapults you. It helps you, you really want. um, And there's nothing, nothing beats being honest with yourself. Nothing. So putting all that together keeps my head clear uh, so I can hear what the universe is saying, but also keeps me humble so that I'm like, hey, you want this, you need to do this. That's a good thing you mentioned about
0: being, not comparing yourself to others, but comparing yourself to yourself. That's the thing that a lot of incredible leaders do. I've interviewed some really, just amazing folks on here, and and that's the one commonality that I see between a lot of them is they're not competing with somebody else. I mean, a lot of them are very competitive, but but all of them are competing with what they can do better than they did yesterday or better than they did last year.
1: Yeah, because that's what you can control. And to be quite honest, you have no idea the price that the other person has paid to be where they are. And I mean, think about how you just said you were made, you work in 80, 80 to a hundred hours, making all this money, and you're miserable. So a lot of times we look at someone else's success, quote unquote, um, not understanding that they're absolutely miserable. So I don't, Myself with anyone but myself.
0: I had a kid talking about comparing yourself to others. I had a kid walk into uh, one of my retail stores. So at the time, I owned three retail stores. We had a you know massive nation nationwide network uh, with uh, over two hundred fifty thousand customers hitting the site a month. You know, financially looked good, but the uh, the guy walked in wanted an eighty thousand dollars cash loan, and he didn't realize you know I had this big business. I was sleeping in the back of one of the retail stores because I didn't have enough money to pay my own, you know, to have an apartment myself. So I didn't live in the back of a cell phone store, you know, in the in the coat closet there for two and a half years, driving to the gym to shower every morning. And, you know, by the time the employees got there, I jumped up and, you know, I, I was doing podcasts where, you know, in the front of the store. So I'm pulling my suit down from the back behind the, you know, the employee bathroom door and dressed up and and uh, then go back Look and it at- on a futon couch, you know.
1: I love it. I love it. I love it. And that, listen, that's what it takes sometimes, you know, that's what it takes sometimes. But the cool part is you were able to break out of that. And I know you're interviewing me, but how did you break out of that? Because that's, a, that's a difficult piece to break out of. How, what did you do?
0: Basically, it was just keep going, keep, keep pushing, keep
1: I, there. I always had
0: more than one more than one iron in the fire. So I was published. Yep. I, I re- wrote my fourth book while I was living in the back of the store. So I had all these, you know, all the companies and stuff. And, uh, I had been very successful before with a, you know, I had a pharmaceutical cl- company and a Christian clothing company. And I, uh, you know, quite a few businesses doing very Well, got the brain cancer, lost everything with the seizures and the, I woke up. I couldn't communicate. Couldn't speak. Having seven to ten seizures Uh, a week, and you know, I I think once you make, once you become successful, somebody can take everything away from you, and you'll come back because you've you understand. Even when you get knocked down, after you've done it once, you're going, okay, now it's possible. You know, you've got that natural belief that you've got experience rather than just some pie in the sky dream.
1: And that's amazing. That's unstoppable. I love it. I love it.
0: And and you mentioned one of the things we talk about getting up and praying talking to God. And I think that we, uh, or you said, maybe not God or whatever. I think we're all talking to the same. We're all talking to the same guy, whether we, whether we realize it or not. So I, I agree. Yeah. I kinds agree. Of different religions that are praying to a different power. But it's still, I mean, there's there's a God that created the universe, created the heavens and earth, created you in his image. I think most folks believe that in some, some shape or form, but we'll express it a little bit differently.
1: I love that. But, you know, I know people hear that and people say it, but I don't think people know it. When you understand how powerful you are... <laughs> and that's just like you said you you once you once you've been knocked down and you get back up and you figure out man I can get back up get knocked down is not a bad thing anymore getting knocked down is just okay I got knocked down so once you understand you're made in the image and likeness of the Creator and that you have you are that here it changes everything yeah it changes everything yes.
0: That's awesome, man. Extreme successful people always have some type of way that they deal with, you know, if there's an important decision coming up. Because successful people have always got multiple decisions daily that are not just, you know, what am I going to have for breakfast, but could be multi-million-dollar things in front of them. So what do you do? How do you make important decisions?
1: Well, first of all, I got to know where I'm going. Because as you get more successful and you're going to have opportunities coming from the left, right, front and back, and and you're going to have to be able to make decisions. But the question is, what are where are you going? So once you understand the direction that you're going, it gets a little bit easier because I like to do the George Washington close. I put the pros on one side and put the cons on the other. And then I put the facts. Now, here's the key. Put the facts, not what you think is going to happen, what you think. I'm talking about just the bare facts. And once you put all that on paper, it gets it gets easy. Now, as you look at it, which one is this thing pushing me towards my direction or is it pushing me away? Because you can have a really, really good thing that moves you away from the direction that you're trying to go and you got to say no. But when you lay down all the facts and you do the George Washington closing, you take out all the emotion and take all the other crap out. Then it gets quite easy. To make that decision
0: that's awesome i started doing that as a as a young kid i think i was 12 13 years old and i'd, I'd have a decision to make and i do you know draw the t on the paper and yep. you know list out what is all the best things that can happen and what are the worst possible things that can happen and yep. the worst possible thing that
1: could happen is usually i die And that's usually not right (laughs) it's not real yep (laughs) and when you do that it takes away the anxiety because you 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 get it all out of your head our head is always trying to protect us right but the problem with that is we don't change we stay in the same spot so when you can do that and list out the worst things that can happen and the best things that can happen it changes everything i love that
0: man we're gonna have to stay in touch in touch i know we just connected on facebook and instagram and stuff but Anybody that's not following your page, I'm going to ask them to do that right now. Get on, follow Glenn Smith. There's a, you just got some incredible insights and I'm looking forward to hearing more from you. I'm really looking forward when you get your book written and I I definitely want to get a copy of that.
1: Well, I love it, man. I really appreciate the opportunity. I'm excited. I'm excited about life. Things are getting better and better and, and I'm just happy for the opportunity to be able to inspire and help people get, you know, become the best that they can be because that's the truth. Like we are made in the image and likeness of the creator of all. Things, image and likeness. Yeah. That we have every single thing that we need within us. We just don't know it yet. Love and that. I learned that. I learned that in the Marine Corps. There's a couple times I thought I was gonna die. I literally thought I was gonna die. I said a prayer. I said this is it. And then all of a sudden I kicked in. Like this this thing. Like you have when you think you're done, you probably at 40%. When Not you even think, maybe can't yeah, take yeah. anymore you probably at 30 30 40 percent max you got so much more inside of you the problem is it takes that forging of the fire to get it out and you don't understand it until you put in that situation and you're squeezed and we don't like to be squeezed
0: and so not to keep going back to the book thing i know you haven't written it yet even just communicating with you, the way that you speak, you've got kind of that parable type of a type of speaking where you just make it so visual. So, well, I
1: definitely appreciate it.
0: Can you tell me about the specific moment that set you on the path that you're on now? Was there a moment that set you on that path? Or,
1: well, I became a par- first of all, I was definitely afraid of needles, so I became a paramedic because I was with celebrities overseas and other places. And I was having medical emergencies and I didn't know what to do. So I went to school to be a paramedic, to be a better bodyguard. And so I kind of fell in love with the paramedic side and so I did the bodyguard work for 20 plus years. And then when I stopped doing that, I just continued being a paramedic. But what got me into being a life coach was I was helping people. I just kept helping people. And I started, um, someone said, hey, you should post, you know, you should talk. You just, just get online and talk and post stuff. So I started doing that. And one day this guy walked up to me, bawling his eyes. I, I've never met him before. I didn't know who he was. And he said, Glenn, he said, I wanna thank you. Gave me a big hug. I'm like, what's this about? He said, my wife died and I wanted to commit suicide and he said i started watching what you were saying and listening to you on on the on the internet and he said you changed my life you gave me wow. a completely different perspective and he was like you really need to do this like you really need to do this like full time and so that kind of opened my eyes to i never even thought about doing this full time i'm trying i'm opening this business and that business and and come to find out that this is my calling. Like so, from there, I hired a coach to help me put a program together um, that I take people through, and and I've had some massive success since then. Right, I love that,
0: and and that's one of the things too. With the most successful speakers, I talk to people all the time. You know, just because of the size of the social media following, I get kids reaching out weekly that are, you know, I want to be a I want to be a professional speaker. I want to be a public speaker like you. I want to be a I want to be an influencer because that's yeah. the trendy thing. But when you start asking people, what's your reason? What do you want to share? Well, I just want to get paid to speak or I just want to get paid to, I just want to get paid to be on Instagram. Like that's not a life purpose. It's just wasting time. It's Maybe you can not. make some money, but I love that, that story you shared and that going, oh, man, that is my calling. That's what I'm
1: meant to do. Because it's so it's that thing you keep going, okay, yeah, yeah, one day. All right, yeah. Okay, one day. Yep, yeah, yep, I'll get to it. And you just and and it's like getting hit hitting you upside the head and you're like, Yeah, yeah, I'll get to it. I get and I'm gonna go do this. I'm gonna do take this job. I'm open this business. And finally, it was like the universe was like, Hey, like I am trying to get your attention, like this is where you're supposed to be. And Ever since then, it has taken off, and I've helped hundreds of people all around the world, and um, those I get to coach one-on-one have massive success, so um, it makes me happy. Cool. I love it. And you're already connected with Daniel Gomez, right? Yes. Cool.
0: Yeah, that's. Are you going to be out at his event here? I, I'm actually promoting it for him here a few weeks from now. But
1: no, I didn't even know he was having an event. I've kind of been um, in a transition mode. Um, I moved I moved up from Central Florida up to uh, um, uh, Fort Walton Beach, so I kind of have not been. I know who he is. I didn't know of his event though.
0: Okay, man. That's yeah. He's hosting. It's called Sticker Shock Speaking Academy. It's coming up about three weeks here, but he's doing the building up professional speaker reels and stuff. So if you're looking to become a professional speaker, you know, where you're getting paid five thousand plus per per event, I mean yeah. you could you could make a full time living off of doing a few speeches a year. Uh, I, a- I was just I was just at an event with with Daniel here in Atlanta where they had um John Maxwell was there speaking. John spoke mm-hmm. for thirty-five minutes. When he stepped off stage, they handed him a check for a hundred thousand dollars for that thirty-five minute. Thirty-five minutes talking, so
1: I, I love his stuff, man. That twenty-one irrefutable laws of leadership—I've I've read multiple times. I teach it. I teach it to all my leaders in my businesses. Like it, he—he is a great, great speaker, great person.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, when you get done, let's uh, I'll send you a DM on uh, Instagram here. Let's connect and we can chat a little yeah, bit more. But, uh, for sure. I, I would send Daniel a message though. If you can make it, I would love to get out there and, and meet you. At, meet you up in San Antonio. I'll look it up for sure. If you could recommend one book for our audience, you mentioned the the uh, John Mac- or the John Maxwell book there, but what's a book that you'd recommend?
1: The problem is I'm going to say two because I know That's you. Asked, but I would say The Alchemist. And I would say, um, uh, thinking grow rich. And I say that thinking grow rich, because thinking grow rich gives you step-by-step instructions on how to become whoever you want to become, how to obtain whatever it is that you want. It gives you step-by-step instructions. And through all the things that I've learned up into this point, it is on point. Now, I think that, um, I think that there is a lot more energy that, um, I won't, I'm not even going to open that door. I think Thinking Rich is it. But when I read The Alchemist, The Alchemist is a book that I've read probably 25 times. I couldn't stop. I just kept reading it, kept reading it, kept reading it. And it just inspired me so much You got to understand what you're capable of. You have to understand who you are. And so the alchemist between the alchemist and thinking grow rich. If you just read those books over and over and over again, it will change your life. And, and I heard the story, I don't know if it was with Tony Robbins, um, I think I was listening to Tony, and he was talking about Jim Rohn. But um, the gist of the story is there was a student that went to the teacher, and and asked the teacher what books he should read. And the teacher said, "You should read that book." And he said, "I already read that one." He said, "Son." I've read it 25 times and I'm a millionaire. You've read it once and you're broke. So I encourage people, don't just read to read. Like when I'm saying read these books, read them over and over and over. And highlight
0: and underline and take notes. Yeah. Yes,
1: yes, That's because awesome. every time I read it, I get something new. And, and you got to get it in your blood. You got to get it inside of you so that you can regurgitate it and live it
0: think and grow rich is one of the books that when, when i saw you would mentioned that and was going that's that's one that i wrote I, I read as a kid and i've read that a whole bunch of times and wore it out with different colors of pencil and pen and highlighter and
1: that's awesome
0: what character traits do you value the most whether that's in yourself or others i'm
1: gonna say honesty and it goes back to what i said before until you're honest with yourself you'll never change that's just a, just that's just, a, just a, until you're straight up honest with yourself and people around you, you don't go anywhere. Like you, you, it's all fake. It's not real, and it catches up with you. I think that honesty is the key, and we we get so scared of hurting people's feelings, and we get so so tied to living so, the life for someone else that we we lie and we we hide these things and we hide who we really are. And uh, you just be honest. When you're honest with yourself, you can make moves faster than anyone. When you're honest with who you are, then your tribe finds you and you can be yourself and not live in someone else. And you just have to just honesty.
0: I love that. It's almost more difficult to be honest with yourself than with other people. Say, I mean I get this all the time too. I've had, you know, people call and they're talking about how do I you know how to get a better job? How to make more money? You know my boss is My boss is always ripping me off. My boss doesn't doesn't value me. Um, well, what happened at your last job? Well, that boss sucked, and they you know they were always complaining that I didn't do enough work. And like, what about the job before that? Well, you just told me exactly what's wrong, and it, the the problem is you. It's not the last three bosses that you had that were weren't taking
1: care of you, brother. <clears throat> The problem is always you. The problem is always you. I don't care if you're getting beat. I don't care if you're getting robbed. I don't care. The problem is you because you're still there. You have done nothing to change your situation. You have accepted it and you have told people how to treat you by allowing it and not not doing what you need to do to get out of it. The problem and the answer is always you.
0: I love that. Yeah, we're going to stay connected. We're
1: going to be buddies. Yeah. Like you, when you grasp that, you have always, you always stay in control. You always have power. The problem is we give our power away and we blame other people. Oh, I'm here because of this. I'm here because yeah. of that. I'm here because this person and that person and this It's hogwash. You're here because you have made a decision to deal with this person. And now you're reaping the benefits of your decision. But who made it? And who's made the decision that you're still there? it's always you always that that's got me thinking too I mean stuff happens to
0: people you know stuff happens to us you may have somebody rip you off maybe a woman's got her husband's cheated on her and now she's back and you know she's she's bummed out and depressed because the guy's cheating on her for the fourth or fifth time and she's forgiven him again so that comes yeah the guy screwed up the first time but if if she keeps taking him back and keeps letting like you said teach people how to treat you she keeps letting that happen that's just as much her fault that, that the guy is walking on her because she's in the wrong situation and she's letting herself stay there and be walked on. It's you. This one, I like to act, especially with your military and police background, but how do you push through tough times?
1: Man, we have this saying in the Marine Corps FIDO, forget it and drive on. And obviously we don't say forget, but forget it and drive on. Like When you have slept in the back of a store for two years, the next time something comes up, you know what you're made of. So you, the problem is we so many people expect not everything to go right. They don't expect anything to go wrong. They don't expect any hard times. And for I don't know who has taught that. I don't know where we get that. I don't know if it's our society thing, but hard times build muscle like they have to come. Yeah. So you got to say, OK, this is a rough spot. Like Tony Robbins always says you have winter, spring, summer, fall. You got to know what season you're in. Like it goes every it rains on everybody. So my my thought pattern is never woe was me. My thought pattern is OK. It's my turn. Let's go. What are we going to do about it? What are we going to do about it?
0: I love that too. What are we gonna do about it? That's awesome. Have to uh, take some audio clips from your your responses here. That's awesome.
1: Yeah.
0: What inspires you?
1: What inspires me is seeing people maximize their potential, understanding who they are. Brother, let me tell you. If we all just did what we could do, this world the bible says that they were they were uh building a ladder to heaven that's what that's where all the languages came from and i'm you know some Charmed, people don't yeah. that some don't but when you understand how powerful you are and you and and when I understand it and you understand it and the next person understand it and we come together we're unstoppable so what inspires me is seeing people understand how great they are understanding that you know I've seen people with no arms and legs walking and seeing people that can't you know blind play the piano like everyone they defy the odds but the crazy part is it's really not the odds because we are bad mama jamas (laughs) We call it divine, (laughs) but really we are capable of anything that we decide to do. Brother, I watched people blindfolded read. You you grasp that? I watched multiple people read. Blindfolded. What do you mean? How's that happen? Because we don't see with our eyes; we see with our conscious. We just have these eyes, but it's 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 a it's a it's a facade. We don't really see with our eyes; we see with our conscious. We see with our with our with with our. Uh, um, Um, with our conscious and I've seen people learn how to use their conscious to, to, to portray what's in front of them. I'm watching it. I'm learning it. I'm seeing it. We are powerful brother. Man, I've never heard of that before. I have to, uh, I have to look up that up. G A I A G I G A I A with uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza. Okay. It's like twelve dollars a month or seven dollars a month or something. You can go through and look at the videos. It's it's astonishing what we're capable of. Like Check we we are we are powerful. We're so much powerful than we know. So it inspires me when people unlock that power and 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 go for it. I
0: love that. How do you manage and prioritize opportunities? I know the more successful you get, the more opportunities are thrown at you. So how do you prioritize or how do you, how do you make that decision?
1: I think that goes back to what I was saying earlier. If it's, does it lead me? I know where I'm going. Excuse me. I know where I'm going. So does this opportunity push me towards my goal or take me away from it? And we can, we can answer that. And once you answer that, then that decides whether I do it or not. If it's going to push me towards my goal, I'm all in for it. And if it doesn't, then I got to let it go.
0: love it. This is my last question for you. If you go back right now and give yourself advice as an 18-year-old kid with you know the knowledge and the understanding
1: of things that you do now, what would you tell yourself as a kid? It rains on everybody. It rains on everybody. I don't care how rich you are. I don't care what color you are. I don't care what size you are, age. It rains on everybody. Like, just get up and go. I spent so much time depressed when I lost my first business because I let everybody down and I felt like a failure. And, you know, all those words from the people that downed, downed me when I was young was just replaying in my head. And I lost years. I lost years because I was so depressed. And come to find out the vast majority of multimillionaires and billionaires have been bankrupt at least twice.
0: Yeah.
1: When I found that out, I was like, what? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Failure part of the process. Yeah. When you grasp that, let me fail because every time you fail, you're getting closer to the thing. Absolutely. Every time it's not right, you get closer to it. So that's what I would say. Accept and and look for and 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 celebrate failure. Because it is part of the process. Nobody escapes this life without it. And only way you do escape it without it is by doing nothing. And that to me is failure in itself.
0: Well, and so many people give up. You get a lot of entrepreneurs or business owners that have worked their guts out. They may have spent six months, a year, two, three, four, five years building the business. And when it fails, that was their identity. I I did the same thing with, I mean, I I had lost a number of different companies. Been very successful with some and, and massively mm-hmm. unsuccessful with others but uh it's so easy to get connected where you've got where that is your personal identity so a lot of a lot of the time entrepreneurs end up you know deciding to end their life because when that was their identity everybody knows them as the shoe store guy or the you know whatever the business is and when that thing fails it's you know they mm-hmm. decide that that's that there's nothing else to live for but man when you've when you've gone through that and you started it and then been just a little bit of success the next thing, you start realizing I've got so much more potential and it doesn't have to be whatever that, whatever that industry was. So I love that advice as well, Glenn.
1: And that's why I said success is different for everybody. It's not about a thing. It's not about a job. It's not about a, a number. It's about at this moment in your life, are you fulfilled? At this moment in your life, are you doing what you know best and what you want to do? And it changes. It changes for everybody. And that was the biggest thing I thought that I always was just going to be a cop. And that was my identity was in that. But it just doesn't. As you grow, things evolve. As you grow, things change and you have to change with it. You look at you look at Blockbuster, you look at Toys R Us. All these companies didn't and they didn't evolve. They didn't change. Like we are evolving people and you have to evolve with it. And that means what you're doing now, you may not be doing 10 years from now and it's okay. Yeah, Maximize yourself in it. Cause if you don't, it's going to fail because we evolve, and then you'll be stuck. Love that,
0: man. I know you got to get out of here pretty quick, but thank you so much for being on the show today. And I'm, uh, I'm excited to stay connected with you. So anybody that's not following Glenn yet, What's the best way to find you on Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn?
1: Or Facebook. I I'm, I do I do everything on my personal page. Facebook. which just Glenn Smith Jr. Um, I love to connect with you and 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 you know as, as as I'm growing and doing things and if I can help out in any way, just reach out.
0: You'll have an ongoing page here. If you're listening to the podcast or watching this on YouTube or Instagram or wherever you're streaming the video from, it'll be mcbrick.com forward slash Glenn Smith, Jr. Thank you so much. Glad you get on the show today. I, I, uh, it's just really great chatting with you. Thanks, man.
1: All right, my friend.
0: That's it for this episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the Success, Motivation, and Inspiration podcast. Head over to mcurtismccoy.com for show notes and more tools to fuel your passion.